Yeah, uh-huh, listen up, yeah, I can see you're new to this, you ain't got no job, you ain't got no experience, you're entry level, you ain't got no qualifications, baby, you're entry level. Your entry level, baby. Your entry level. Ooh, yeah. Yo, welcome to this week's episode of Entry Le- Entry Level. Uh, see, I'm rusty. I didn't even get the. I didn't even get it right right away. I'm at his house. He's here. I just saw his son for the first time in like six weeks. I've been out of town. They call me Desert Dan. Desert uh, Desert Daddy would have made more sense. Yeah, well, this is improv, baby. Everything you say is correct. Oh, my bad. That's rule number one. I love an improv. Every rule is rule number one. Rule number one, trust your instincts. And I was like, but your instinct should have been Desert Daddy. I was just talking about your son, and you're like, no, no, no. Rule number one, Desert Daddy's never wrong. I mean, Dan. There we go. Okay. okay. Let's just get down to it. I haven't seen you since you've been to Paris. Jesus. How? Well, yeah, but not really. When did I see you? I don't I, think I've seen you since you came oh, back Oh, was Paris. that carnival before Paris? I haven't seen you since before Paris. That doesn't make any sense. Dude, I don't think so. You uh, moved too far away. That's true. Yes, I did. You uh, thinking about moving back no. to Los Angeles? No. <laughs> no I, well, I live, in, I live in... It's Los Angeles. Is your address Los Angeles, California? Yeah. Okay, then everything's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So, no, I don't... Actually, I have no idea. Maybe well, we here's did the talk. thing. I went to Paris. It sucked. Everybody knows about it. I went to a wedding at uh, Margaritaville in Palm Springs. It ruled. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Arizona to see my cousin get graduated. Eighteen-year-old cousin. Well, cousin's son. Cousin once removed, I believe. <laughs> he rules. Cruz, shout out. He said, you said he's going to Iowa State. Yeah, he's uh, going to Ames. Mm-hmm. So then I was texting with you, and I said he was going to Iowa State, and you said lames. Yeah. Because that's what they call it. And uh, then uh, we were actually doing a crossword, me and Cruz, back and forth, mm-hmm. like I do when he does one. And the second to last one, guess what? It was Ames. Really? Yeah, it was something else, but oh, okay. Ames, pretty, pretty incredible. Fun, yeah. Is that I, a good story? No. Oh, but what it what I felt bad because if he's going to Iowa State, uh, lame. Look, Iowa City is just king, and Ames is not. So, in the state of Iowa, it's Iowa City, and then a far distant Ames. But if you don't know about Iowa City, Ames is pretty cool. He's studying kinesiology. You can't do that shit in Iowa City. It's more like, you know, just getting drunk in Iowa City. Very important. Yes, that's all we did, and I loved it. Um, I went down to Mexico. Oh, Olay. I'm a Baja boy now. I went to the... Is Val- that right? Did Val- you get the... Uh, oh, did you go down there to get the... Um, to go to the source for the Baja Blast? For the Mountain Dew. No, I went down there. I had a weekend off. Found out you can take dogs in and out across the border. Big help. So you can just zip. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. They're I, dogs. Look, I, exactly. I don't know, but like it just helps a lot. We want more dogs in the country. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, we went down there. We had a great time. Uh, we got taken advantage of a couple times. The uh, 
in the Valley de Guadalupe, which is the wine country in just about an hour and a half south of the U.S. border. Um, there's wineries where white people go to and the people who help you know English until you don't want anything else. And then they're like, OK, and then they keep bringing you food. And you say stop, stop, and then they go no, no hablo español. Well, how do you how do they bring you food that you didn't order? Well, we went, and uh, I, I was like, okay, we're gonna do the prefix. There was this eight course meal, and we're gonna split that. And they're also gonna do this other just these two entree, these two appetizers, and we'll get a bottle of wine. And they said okay, and we went. We had probably eight or eight or nine different servers come over they don't they don't do one server yeah. per table it's a real lord of the flies at this restaurant it's called um interesting reference well i'm just saying you do whatever you want there okay but people are serving you that didn't seem to be what was going on whatever in lord of the, flies. The, the the servers live in a lord of the flies world where they can do whatever they want when you no order rules. too much food do they start snorting at you and start calling you piggy no, no. it's the opposite that's they, not the book then bud okay i'm sorry <laughs> It's a real what's uh, anything goes. It's real. It's a real fight club. I don't know. I don't know what to say. They just it was very unorganized, but it was allegedly the nicest place. Uh, and we were like, oh, my gosh, we got in. Who cares? But uh, so then we got the two appetizers. Yeah. And the bottle of wine. And we ate those and then we slowly drank the whole bottle of wine, like two out. Oh, and this is also important. Right before we got there, Summer and I got in a fight, like in in like a fight, like just like an argument, um, which is rare. We don't get in a ton of arguments. And so I was like, ah, fuck, now we got to sit at this dinner in the middle of this like not talking argument right now. And um, this dinner lasted three hours. We mm. were in a three hour dinner fight. Yeah, that's awesome. Because what happened was they brought out the entrees and then the wine, not the entrees, the appetizers. And then they came over and I was like. Hey, is the is we're not having any fun? No, I was like, is the eight course menu the the fun thing? Is that in? Because if it's not, that's totally fine, and we'd love to just take the check for what we have. And he goes, coming right up. And so then we had to sit through another dinner, through that eight course dinner. We. What? I tried to cancel it and he goes, Oh yeah, you got it. And then they just gave us the eight course dinner. Okay, so that's your fault. No. No, you gotta stand up for yourself. You said I didn't say that. <laughs> I don't care what I'm you think. I'm in Mexico. Saw. That's not okay, the first So when we were in France, I, I sent you a, a, a picture of a, a glass of beer I had. I got this giant glass of beer. I sent mm -hmm. it to you. And uh, I loved it, and I loved my that whatever that beer was. I ordered it everywhere. And, Probably sixteen sixty four. Like no, that's their main one. No, that is the main, but that's not that was not this one. I forget. Um, and then the guy, I, we just loved our meal. It was just this whatever place. We each got something. We loved it. I was like trying to tell the guy how much we loved it, and then like his, uh, and the last thing was like, and this beer, this beer is incredible. It's so large. I love it. And he's like, the beer, okay. He leaves and he brings me another one. And I was like, oh, no. I meant, like, this beer's too big. I'm not going to finish this one beer. Mm -hmm. And um, But because he but he just laid it down and left. Yeah. And then Lyra and I are discussing. It's like, what do we do with this fucking thing? And mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm the winner today. 
I'm getting my money back. He's taking this fucking beer. I didn't do anything wrong, and I wish you would have done that. I do wish I did that, too. Another How much money? For our whole, for that meal. For our meal. It was like the most expensive thing you could get in oh, Mexico, yeah. I, I can't think. wait. Um, it was probably like 250 bucks. Oh, that's the most expensive thing in Mexico. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, in Mexico. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, cause in, that makes sense. Because then like the next day for lunch, we had... Um, Ta- uh, tacos Felix, mm. like two of the best, uh, what, the best fish taco and the best shrimp taco I've ever had in my life. Yes, sir. Same with summer, um, four dollars and eighty cents. Yeah, and I'm like, why aren't why why don't we live here? Yeah, it was incredible. incredible. And then we had some some other incredible tacos, and then we had some incredible. We had a great time overall. But that then this other thing happened. We went to this other place that we really dug. Um, I forget what it was called to like get, it was Deckman's was the name of the restaurant. We went to this other place to like get Deckman's out of our system. I was like, God, we got to just go like have like a glass of wine and fucking just like chill out. And this yeah. guy come over. He's Noah. He's really cool. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm new to English. Um, so please, you know, be cool. And I was like, of course, duh, no, 100%. And he's really nice. And he's awesome. And I feel like we get along great. Yeah. Me and Noah, and of I'm course. like, what's your name, dude? Like, I'll got, I'm going to write a review for Noah. I freaking love Noah. The next day, after our big full day, I go, I'm like, dude, we got to go back to that spot. I hope Noah's working. I fucking love Noah. I tipped him crazy. I just I just got to go back. I got to get another glass of wine. That's how we oh, enter nights God, with Noah. No. I was like, I'm even putting on a shirt for Noah. Oh, I put on a fun no. shirt. I go there. We sit down. Noah comes over. He goes, I'm sorry if my English is no. like, oh, no, no one doesn't remember no. me. No one doesn't remember Noah's me. Noah's been doing that speech for years, too. He knows English. Noah. Noah's a liar. and uh, He uh, didn't remember me. It hurt so bad. Did you say, hey, it's me, Brooks And he D. was like, ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, what would you like? Yeah. <laughs> do yeah. you remember the tip? I do not. Yeah. So that was, that was a fun little fun little uh it was a fun excursion fun weekend excursion we t- that's fun taking a break from uh we finished it, this was uh we finished episode two of oh, our wow. tv show we wow. turned it in that's wow. why we went to mexico in two weeks we're doing the table read and listeners guess who was part of the table read nick rutherford nick Ru- but also nick turner oh okay but then also besides you two all famous people yeah you got Jermaine. Hold on, hold on. No, Jermaine's not doing it. He was on my call sheet, or whatever sheet. Oh, uh, Jermaine. Sheet. Jermaine was. Jermaine couldn't get out of something. Um, instead of Jermaine, it's Asif Ali, who's who's nice. awesome too. Way better. Uh, way better. Jeez. No, we. <laughs> well, I don't want to say who's on it, but the table read is. <laughs> but guarantee, incredible. Jermaine's not there. Yeah, Jermaine is not there. Okay, good. Uh, but the table reads great. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I uh, I can't wait. That's so exciting. It's gonna be very I'm so, fun. Yeah, I'm so happy to do it. Yeah, uh, it's dope. I cannot wait to do it. I'm fucking looking forward to it. That's in two weeks. We're going on episode three right now. That's due June 17th. Then I'm going to Montana. You're invited, everyone. All right. Everyone's yeah, I'll, invited. I'll, you know I'll be there. Yeah, exactly. Is um, that that seventy five dollar flight you found? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and me and Cornell are the only two on it right now. Summer is a probably. Buddy, I can't go anywhere unless you're getting married this year. We have seven weddings. Quit going to weddings. Stop going to weddings. Put your foot down. It's fun. It's like you go to Margaritaville, you go to Joshua Tree. I don't go to weddings. I do not go to weddings. The only way you can get me in a wedding 
This is true. Is if you put make me part of the wedding, and then I'm like, shit. Oh, you know what we were talking about? Um, what to do at our wedding? And one of the things that we were thinking is, I want every man at the wedding to be a groomsman, and every woman to be a bridesmaid. That's that's. So you're a, in. That's a loop. That's a loophole that I can see through. I will. Oh, go you're to, not gonna go to my wedding. I will go to. Yeah, your, you, I told you, you're already hosting one night. But your wedding is in a place that's reasonable for me to go to. Your my wedding is in your favorite place. Yes, I would probably be there if. You, yeah. Your wedding. If your wedding wasn't happening, there's a good chance I'd be there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's yeah. what we're banking on, so you can get the good park or you can get the good camping site. Oh, I'll go up a week early. I'll a week. Early. You know, we were laughing at the car. Lyra was like, "But do you think we could get Brooks to go up a day early?" And then we had a good. <laughs> Laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be up there. I'll be set. I up. just hope you're not working hard on a TV show. I know, I know. It's the only thing that could ruin it. Well, I've just started booking. So this, I'll tell you guys what this goddamn Wheeland Motors TV show I write for Fox is the funniest fucking thing. Who ever. did the the logo? Isaac. It's so good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah Isaac Rince, who I'm co-writing it with. Uh, it's so funny. Um, but I'm not letting them dictate my summer because after we turn it in, they're like, well, you'll find out after that. I've decided I'm still, I'm going to Europe for all of August. And if I have to fly back from Europe to work on my TV show, that's the best flight back I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you going to go? Uh, we're flying to Rome, renting a car, two weeks around Italy, driving around a week in the Dolomites, week down South. Then we're flying to Barcelona and we're doing two weeks around uh, Portugal and Spain. Oh. I know. It's going to be incredible. Um, My parents, they, I mean, you know, they travel everywhere a lot, but they like Italy and uh, Portugal. Well, I'm doing both. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, I found out how people like save money. It's if you work all the time and you don't get to do That's anything. That's the thing. You got to work. I sit around thinking, boy, I wish I could go do something. Mm-hmm. I'm not even working. Right. When you're working, you can't. You don't have time to do something. And that's the greatest. Re- oh, I can't. Not because I'm a poor loser. Right. Cause I because I'm very busy. And I have a network of people relying on yes. me. Yes. So it's it's really this is the most. So I'm like I'm gonna go blow some of this in Europe and it's gonna be great. I think I'm gonna get a job. That's very exciting. Yeah, writing. You told me it was, it's it's crazy, but I'm just you know it's like having a full time job. I've never really had a full time. I've never had a full time job in my life. But it's a writing job. I've had like jobs that last a while, but they're not like I'm I work all the day. Yeah, really? it's a writing job. So this that's incredible. Yeah, very fun. Yeah. Well, you helped on episode one of Wheeland Motors, so. Oh, well, there I told them that in the interview. I said, <laughs> you wait till this thing comes out. <laughs> it's very exciting. Yeah, um, but anyway, I'm going to have money for that next year. Awesome. Well, I don't have any listener mail because I haven't looked at, uh, I haven't had time. I have had time. I just have decided not to look at the intro of brookswheeland at gmail.com. Um, look, at it, some point, you're too famous now. And you need someone to do this bullshit for you. But I'm not famous. I just have a job. No, no, no. I mean, when this happens, the closer you get. When At one point, at what point can you go to ATC and be like, just give me an engineer to do all this? Uh, when my show's on TV. Yeah. But even then, like, this has to get bigger. Well, so this will get. I feel like this. I feel like this podcast gets bigger when uh, we, when Wheeland Motors is on after the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, I'm just worried that like it will take months after that, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm worried about it. I don't it. think it's I don't think any comedy's like So the first Wheel episode. and Motors after the Super Bowl. That's great. You should probably start off with four episodes after the Super Bowl. We've already got three. Yeah, in the can. Shot, edited. Mm, uh, you know written. what? This Is Us is out of the way. And I think the is next this six... Is Us on Fox? No, but I'm just... No one knows what show, what channel anything's on. Okay, okay. I'm saying in terms of TV, that's all the world has cared about. Okay. But it's done. Rebecca's dead. And now that... have. I actually haven't seen the finale. I don't know what happens in the finale. Okay. But okay. maybe Rebecca comes back to life. Okay, okay. That's Mandy Moore. Uh, but now it's this this next six years are gonna be known as the era of Wheel and Motors. It's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait. It's yeah. very funny. And, and they're really gonna be interested in who played uh in the the table read customer one, two, and three. Well, time out. What we, the fuck? We hold on. Grab the mic. You so, got another customer in there? Well, we went through. So <laughs> Turner. Oh, did you consolidate it into one customer? No, Turner and Rutherford are coming in to be our auxiliary players. Okay. Okay. Because we have a bunch of main characters. and But we need it. To, I, I needed two friends who would come in who wouldn't feel like. Um, like this was beneath them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you nailed it, buddy. I don't know how you got Rutherford, but you got me. Uh, Rutherford likes being funny in front of. I'm f- kidding. Also, what I was told was we were going to do this at Largo in front of a real audience, and that got nipped in the bud real quick. And it is um, why. Like, um, I think for co- they want to protect their uh, intellectual property. Well, also you would have made the money, right? I don't think I, w- I don't. Well, who would make the money? Fox? That's bullshit. I don't give a shit. They just want to. Ent- no, I know you don't give a shit, but it, someone would make $10,000. Who would it be? Uh, they I don't know. It's not $10,000. I don't really care. <laughs> but they were like, we got to protect our IP. So instead of doing a table read of all these famous comedians to uh, 250 um, comedy lovers and then 50 Fox execs, it's at Fox. Like after lunch. For only in the exact. Oh, after a conf- lunch. In a conference room. Good, good, good. Yeah, be just better. how you want it. That'll be better. I'm sorry, but the IP that they were referring to was Wheelin Motors. <laughs> hey, it's pretty good. No, no, no. I, of course it's great. I'm saying it's not IP. It's nothing. It's your life. They own it, though. They I understand they, they own, own these words. But they're worried about, like, what? Leaks from the Wheelin Motors script? <laughs> No one knows what it is. I got yelled at one time because uh, I like printed out uh, a thing for fucking FX that was what's that Pam Pam Alden show? Better things. Adline, yeah, yeah. I like I got like reprimanded oh, huge because yeah. it wasn't supposed to print off the sides yeah. in case it got out for Better Things season yeah. four, and I was like, "What is happening? These networks take things too seriously." Oh no. It's, is it going to leak that she has four gay kids on the show? I don't know. I have no idea what that show's about. Um, but They're all gay. Here's what we did. I do watch that here's show. What it's we like did. Here's what we show. did with the, with the Fox casting. We went through every character, and we decided for all these auxiliary characters, there's customers, there's doctors, there's EMTs, there's nurses, and we decided, because some customers are scared off. Mm-hmm. And some customers are angry. 
Mm-hmm. So we decided, you know, we give the angry ones to Nikki T. <laughs> there you go. And then the scared ones to Nick Rutherford. Yeah, that's incredible. Like we casted specifically sure. these characters for you guys. Yeah. So you're getting what your specialties are. Yeah. You're not just getting random parts. It's incredible that you have, like, I understand, like, this is just for the table read. Mm-hmm. But when you shoot it, are they going to consolidate these characters, you think? Absolutely not. Because I do, I mean, obviously, I was working on Comedy Central budget, but in my pilot, we had written four people who worked at, like, orderlies or whatever, at the the mental institution. And by the time we shot it, it was one person. Well, do they <laughs> there was have, only one person who worked there. Well, do they have, like, hyper-specific roles and... No. Okay. Well then. Yeah. Yeah. You have to make. I mean. Well. Whatever. I don't remember. You know. It's a long. It's a long process. If you remember. I do recall. Uh, but uh, you got a big budget, and you can have four different people work at a place that four people work at, and that's great. Well, these are customers. These no, are, I know them. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know, yeah. Yeah. It it, it's gonna be great, though. I will post. Well, I don't know. I gotta find <laughs> out. But I'll post the table read cast um, probably if they don't pick it up because it's so good. Yeah. But it, before they pick it up, I'm not really going to poke around with what I should and shouldn't post. Nice. Oh, uh, uh, Get Rich Nick is over. Your podcast? We're, yeah, we got a last episode uh, posted this week, but uh, it's done. Hey, well, why don't you start a Whelan uh, Motors review podcast when it comes out? I would love to. I'm going to get prepared. <laughs> I'm going to ask, I'm going to email Isaac for the art. Okay, okay. See, get it started. Uh, Incredible. That sounds very fun. All right. Well, enough of catching up and us just talking about uh, how good our trips are, because that's what people want to listen to it. Yo, I went to this uh, wedding yesterday in Joshua Tree, and it was, we had to drive to like this parking lot, and we got picked up by a bus, and we got taken up way up into, you know, Hills Have Eyes. And uh, it, the process took like an hour and a half. <laughs> it was like really, it was like gorgeous. It was just too fucking remote and scary. And then this, and then this morning, there was this pool party. It was like where it was like a breakfast, burritos, and, and everything. And then everyone was everyone was like excited to go to it. And then before we left, we figured out it was at the same place. And then none of us went. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not going back again. It took fucking forever. Signs called me in the uh, after we left. Uh, him and Aaron had gotten lost because you were staying in Joshua Tree. Probably. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. I think we we're on this. I don't know. We're Pioneer in the middle of town. fucking nowhere. Okay. Not even nowhere close. Um, and then uh, he called me after they had left the wedding, and we're like, "Hey, uh, my batteries or my uh, we have we don't have very much gas, and I have no idea where we are." And it's completely dark, and we're on a dirt road. And I just wanted to call you to make sure you know <laughs> that we're we're somewhere uh, close to the wedding, but we don't know where. And it was like, okay, well, it's, I don't know what to do. You shouldn't call me. No, you should call nine one one. But apparently, they flagged someone else down who had like gone to the wedding. And then, like, got, oh, and the last thing they said as they were hanging up, he said, oh, no, we're stuck in this sand. <laughs> and I was like, this is, I, I don't want to know any of this. You figure it out. You t- Oh, it was terrifying. Well, they figured I, it out. I like where you're having your wedding because it's normal and it's in a place that people go. 
Uh, so congratulations on Thank that. Thank you very much. Uh, so this interview coming up, it's uh, with one of the greats, uh, a person we've known for a very long time, and uh, just the funniest stories about places he worked before he was a comedian or girl. And uh, let's get into it. Who, who is it? Well, it's my um, 88-year-old artist <laughs> neighbor. <laughs> no, you yeah, got her? I got Tessie. Did so, you get a bag of weed for me? I did it. So Tessie Dong. Did you ask her? I did not ask her. Brooks! We do talk about weed. So Tessie Dong it, um, lives above Summer Night. We, uh, there's a nice hill, and Tessie has like the greatest garden I've ever seen with some of the coolest, with the, the, the biggest weed plants I've ever seen. She's been growing since the 70s. She was born in China um, in the 30s and immigrated to the United States and has been an artist since, uh, since the 50s. And is the most interesting woman I've ever spoken to uh, in my whole life. So I was just like, will you do my podcast? And she was like, I, I have no idea what that means. Yeah. Um, but okay. But guess what? My day is free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got a giant weed production in your backyard, basically. And me, I've got nothing. That's like if my neighbor was just brewing just tons of beer back there, just handing it out to all the neighbors. And every time you came over, I'm like, I didn't want to ask him for it. Well, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, that's true. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to have something funny to say. I didn't. No, I, like broke I, don't, your anything, heart I don't have anything funny to say. I would be like, uh, why aren't you better friends with them? And um, and I think I am good friends with Tessie, but I, she's she hasn't been growing a, a lot of weed this har harvest. Well, enjoy this interview with Tessie Dong, who rules, and check out her art. There's a link to where you can see it uh, in this episode uh, description. And guys, I don't know when I'll be back, but it will be with another awesome guest like Tessie, somebody unique and funny that I really look up to. So while you wait for that, and after you listen to this, have a great week or two. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Entry Level. I'm with my neighbor. Uh, she's the best, an incredible artist, Tessie Dong. Tessie, how are that's you? That's me. That's you, that's yes. That's me, Tessie Dong. <laughs> Tessie, how's it going? Good. I'm 88 years old and still keep going. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, so never, I, never stop. <laughs> you do not stop. I live on the hill below you. Yes. Uh, with summer, and you grow, you make us look terrible with your incredible garden. Well, not right now because I am walk. I cannot walk too well. So, but I planted every fruit tree I can get hold of, and every plant I can get hold of. Yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> we have infinity to learn from you, and that's why I'm so excited you're doing the podcast. You're uh, an incredible artist. You've been um, your art has been showcased like all around the world, really, right? Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> At least in Los Angeles, anyway. <laughs> no, it has been. It's been. You, uh, you specialize in what would you say your uh, art specialization is? Neon? No. Okay. Not neon, but everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no, it's it's uh, wire welding and big metal pieces. Okay. And I add neon to it. I just. And I guess I just thought neon because you have your shop has this incredible neon glow to it every night well neon come in much later in my life okay well let's let's get into yeah, it tessie you want to get into neon, well but, uh, let's just get into your life uh tessie where are you from from the country in canton in china okay country 
Rule country Miller rice fields. Yeah, I mean, so you and I will have coffee sometimes in the morning with summer, um, and you have the most interesting life of any person I've met. I would say very colorful life. Okay. Very colorful. Like I have done almost a lot of different things. Yeah. It, well, first of all, the thing that is so cra so wild to me is like you have specific vivid memories of World War II. Very much. The Japanese invasion. Very much coming, uh, running across the rice field. And, and we're lucky we have a, a, a house right in the middle of the rice field. Mm -hmm. And uh, people running high, and and the Japanese soldiers walking, and and the bigger villages fight against them. There were bullets flying all over, and my grandmother's was is was a very strong lady. So we're not running to anywhere. We we're staying in the house and lock the door. Okay, so the you literally like hunkered down during the Japanese invasion. Right. In lock lock the door stay inside the house that's like how how old were you when that happened i was around eight years old okay and you talk about when i wanted to be an artist i i remember from day one when i go to school like maybe first grade okay and and i think some some kids would do some drawing and I followed them around. I said, "I want, I want that. I want to do it. I want that." So, so from the very first grade, I wanted to be an artist. What was uh, school like in China in the forties? What's the forties? Nineteen forties. I came in forty-eight. I was born in nineteen thirty-three. Yeah, but I'm saying like, so you were going to grade school in China in the forties, like, what, what, like in first grade. You just were talking about. We just what. Do you have like how big is your class? I guess I don't remember. We 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 have class in the temple where the bird where the the, the bats poop on you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I mean that's all right. I I grew up in Iowa. I remember I I was looking up one time and a bat pooped in my mouth. Uh huh. On act I was I it had I was like oh my god like this is insane. Uh, but this that you just made me remember that that was awful. Um, okay, so you go to school and you learn, you know you want to be an artist your whole life. Yes. Um, I know I always wanted to be an artist. Were you particularly gifted at drawing or? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why did you want to be an artist? Because I wanted to be an artist. Because I wanted to paint, I wanted colors, and, and I followed my uncle around and wanted color from him and uh so was I, your uncle an artist no okay well he was in high school he had colors oh he's cool <laughs> you had a cool he, uncle well yeah more or less yeah and, and uh i had to pick you know the uh gardena gardena flower when when they mature they have a berries it you use the berry it's orangey color i used to pick the berries to to get the color to paint Okay. Well, do you remember the first things you were painting? Like, what, what are you best at, you think, art-wise? Drawing? Like, animals or flowers or? Just everything. <laughs> Very <laughs> modest. Okay, cool. So, you're in yes. China. Uh, you left in 48, you said. I left in 48 when I was uh, in 1948. And I was uh, 14 years old. Okay, um, 
why did you leave? How did what was the? My father was in here in this country. Okay. And, and uh, I was born in China, and in my father's United States citizen. Okay. So I was uh, able to come because I, my father's citizen. Uh, all right. So what? How do you get that news? It's 1948. Tessie's 14. How do you find out you're moving to the United States from the country my in father, Canton? My father sent f- for me, and in my, in my right after the Second World War, before that, the United States does, doesn't they don't allow the you know, Chinese people to come. After that, they will allow a few people to come, and my mother can come after that. Okay. So my my father make arrangement for my mother to come, and I to come. How did your parents meet? Arranged marriage. Really? Yes. My my father uh, married my mother. They have no choice. They just married. They so, just. So your grandparents met. told them to get married. I, I I guess I've never met anybody whose parents were arranged marriage. Well, my my mother was arranged marriage to my father. My father was here. Uh, f- brought him over when by his gra- his father. And then he went to China to, to get married, and arranged marriage my to my mother, and I was born, and my my mother my father came back to to the United States. I was there until I was fourteen. I never even know what my father looked like. Really? Yes. So he's in the United. St- he's in the United States. I was in, in China. With your mom. With my mom and my grandmother. But they were, okay. So you grew up with your mom and your grandmother. Mostly. Yes. In, in China. In China. Uh, right. And then you're 14 and your dad writes a letter like, hey, I'm bringing you guys to the United States. Yeah, but he had to go through uh, paperwork. Sure. To bring us over. What, were you excited? We were excited, but uh, we came, yeah, well, in a, we came in a boat. You know, my father, my mother was very sick, and and uh, I think it was uh, a battle boat uh, called Golden or something. And uh, do you remember how long it took? Yes, it, it took it took like for quite a few days. Like fourteen or? Well, I don't remember exactly how long, and I felt a week or so. More than a week. Okay. But I see the American guys that wear all the uniform, the white white men. We don't Na- see too Navy, many. Yeah. We don't see too many different races in the country. Okay. Or, ch- or you see Chinese, right? Mm-hmm. A- and we see the good-looking guys. <laughs> I was 14. <laughs> I didn't know right. what's what. You know, this this <laughs> white guys wearing fun and nice fun clothes and mm-hmm. all that. And <laughs> Uh, so, so it was exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, um, when they came in, um, what they locked, lock up, lock us up in San Francisco. We, I couldn't even. I remember all we see is the America. I see these f- windows look very beautiful with lights in there, like Christmas tree. But I didn't know whether it was Christmas tree. Okay. And we were locked up in immigration place in. Uh, because uh, they had to go through a lot of paperwork in, in order for uh, to let us out. And I 
I remember climbing up in the bathroom window, look out because I had to climb up to look outside with the what the United States is like. Wow. You know, and, and I see neons. Then I didn't know what it was. It was was nice, pretty. I that's that's wild. How long were you in uh, like San Francisco getting paperwork? That sounds. Well, we were locked up because somebody was sick. We we keep in there and oh. they didn't they they didn't feed us. It, all all they had to do give us rice, we'll be happy. Mm-hmm. They give us spaghetti and stuff. We're not used to the smell and. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's and, wild. Uh, and, and my father have a store in Arizona, so we'll wait for him to come to get us. Okay. So so, so you you get out of immigration and you move to Arizona when you're 14. When I was 14. How yes. was your English? Did you know any English? or? I don't know any English, not even, no. The lawyer who, who prepared for us to come mm-hmm. and decided uh, I should have an English name. I said, you know, um, oh. I didn't even have my own name. I they gave me my name Tessie, and I copy it and and learn how to 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 pronounce Tessie, and they said that's your name. What and what's your what's your given name when you were a child? My given name is given to me by my my grandfather who's in a, in the United States, and my given name is Ang Toi Sim. Ang Toi Sim. Yeah, Ang is the family name, the okay. last name. Like a dong, they 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 say ang. Okay, uh, this is a, this is all wild and cool and interesting. It, I am so stoked you're talking because I don't know any of this. Well, I didn't know any English at all, and then I came and, and go to little town in Arizona. Okay, very small town, only two blocks. It's called Safford, Arizona. Very small. So you move there. You're 14. You probably go to like high school. Do they I like? Go, how do you? I, they put. I didn't speak any English. I know. They they put me on the f- in the first on the third grade class. Okay. But I didn't know in English. Yeah. And they tried to teach me uh, from first grade book, like see Jack run, you know that kind of. Of course. It's very how, very beginning. How did you? How do you feel like you learn English best? Just by being around it? Well, I had to repeat the sound. And they didn't even teach me phonetically. I I carried a dictionary that says um, it explains and it. You look it up in in English and tell you what that means in Chinese. And the teacher wrote up home, so I I read it as as a home. So I go home. Okay. So. <laughs> wow. Do you, when you dream uh, at night, do you dream in? Um, is it Cantonese? Is that what you grew up speaking, or Cantonese country Cantonese? Well, do you, so, but there's two uh, dialects in China, right? Cantonese well, the, and Mandarin. No, the the city Cantonese, my country dialect Cantonese. Okay. And then the Mandarin is, which is right now, is the main language they use. Uh, but you grew up speaking Cantonese. Yes. When you the dream country. at night, do you dream in English, as Tessie now? Right now. Or. Or Cantonese, yeah. Um, I, I, I dream. I don't know what I dream in. I still count in Chinese. Okay, so I guess that's what I mean. Is just like which one is your go-to language in your in your it's brain? It's still Chinese. Okay. 
You know, I still I still count in Chinese. Okay, that's that's awesome. That's I mean that's crazy. I was just 14 years in China, and then in, what, in, 74 in, years in America. Is that 70? Yeah, 74 years in America, and you're still like no. Nope. Chinese. I speak. Well, I I go to school and and uh, first time I see Indian sitting on the ground, mm-hmm. on the sidewalk, the Indian. Native American. Native American. Okay. Navajos at that time in Arizona. Yeah. So. They, okay. They, so they they everybody. I was the first Chinese girl in in that school. Yeah. They, everybody look at me. Mm-hmm. Well, let's. Let's get to how you get into art. Like, when do you start getting into the swing of things? Because you told me some cool stories about how you used to drive uh, a Corvette convertible around. No, in here. In Los Angeles. And that's in uh, a speedster. That's it. where? A speedster. Oh, a speedster. But yeah, you were saying you had this cool long hair, this convertible. You're cruising around L.A., killing it as an artist. How do we end up there? I end up living in this big hill. In several Lake. Well, yeah. Well, let's let's go let's go back to Arizona. So you are you go to school there. You you learn English and and, and and figure out how to. I walk to school, and I I had to take my go walk home. My father, my mother cooked dinner, and I like I had to learn to ride a bicycle. I take a bicycle and ride take lunch to my father and go back to school what did your dad do he ran a store he had a, a grocery store okay yeah. um and so yeah. when do you finish school that when do you go to co- do you go to college for art i tell you that i go to uh, this uh let me pull it up here more um in high school i already pass all the all the art classes, and I draw. I, I, I remember draw all the, all the, blackboard, drawing in there, mm-hmm. and and uh, I, there's a junior college close by. Okay. And I was in high school, high school, I took. Uh, start with the third grade. And they they teach me on the third grade, but I try to catch up the third grade level, but. It's a math concern on my head. I don't have to study math, but I, I already know. And I just learning English. And then this junior college, I go to the junior college to art. When the high school, they have no more no more art class to fit me. Right, because you were just so advanced in art. Yes. Okay. But they they don't have any you know, art teachers or what I draw is way way past what they teach in high school uh, incredible and, um, and I go what I took eight I catch up I take uh, the grade school eight eight years I did it in four years in grade school mm-hmm. I catch up to in high school I did it in three years okay and in plus working for my father at the store every day yeah and then but you're like main thing that you love is drawing painting drawing and painting do you think that's because you it was like where you felt comfortable the most like why do you think you loved painting and drawing so much i think because i'm always a longer person i'm alone i don't have too many uh, kids to play with mm-hmm. even in china we have just two houses in the middle of the rice field so i always create my own things to play with okay and, and even even in safford arizona in, in high school, 
and I, I did it in three, three years. Yeah, high school in three years. In the meantime, I went to the college to do the art there. Awesome. So was there, so you get out of high school. Is there a field in art that you go into? Because you used to do, you told me uh, back in the day before in, uh, for advertisements, there, they wouldn't do photography. They would do no, drawings. No, that's way down the line. Oh, that's way down the line. Way We're not even close to it. How do you? I'm not even close to okay, it. Okay, well, how do we get, what happens after high school then? After high school, the, the Eastern Arizona Junior College, mm-hmm. not too far, and I go there, and I take the art class, and, and I also go the way ahead, and the teacher let me do whatever I wanted to do in art class. That's awesome. And I, I, I remember doing uh, you know, shows and doing uh, some portraits and doing just a lot of drawings and, and shows in and, and, and a junior college because they can't teach me anymore. Mm-hmm. And the, the teacher there just let me, let me run the class, <laughs> whatever I want to do. So <laughs> and, 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 and then from there, I, want, I really wanted to go to Art Center College Design. And then my father said, you can't go yet. You have to work for me more. If you work for, work for me for two more years, uh, a couple more years, go to the junior college. Where was and the school you wanted to go to? Where was Eastern that? Arizona oh, okay. Junior College. And if I have to go to that college, then afterward, he can help me with my tuition. Okay. So is that what happened? That's what happened, it's, except uh, I, it, the art center school was here, out here in Los Angeles. We, we never traveled. We never gone anywhere. And then after two years, um, I, it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, so I, I just, uh, I, I didn't even know what Los Angeles where in Los Angeles is, what it looked like, where it go. And I, I just have a, a suitcase, get in the Greyhound bus, and head for Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean. And, and end up in downtown Los Angeles, the, the, the bus dropped me off. I don't know where to go. So I took a, a cab, and, and, and there's, I give this arts in the college uh, the address, okay, take me there. So if it was on Los Angeles, they go down on Third Street, go to the art school. I have never seen a street so long before in my whole life. Then in my hometown is only two blocks, right? And this street is so long. I'm sure we go into the right direction. <laughs> so that's where I went in the art school. I have no place to stay. Where did you end up staying? I, they gave me a phone to call, you know, at the schools around the school then had a lot of rich houses around there. They look for, look for students to help them in the house. Okay. So I, they gave me a phone number to call. And, and I was, I didn't even know how to use the phone because back home they, they just called a number and they, they, they connect you. And mm-hmm. this one, I didn't know how to dial the phone. Wow, that's how ba- how back home it was. Right. Yeah. So you you find a place to stay. The people, this 
family come pick me up and want me to help in the house. Mm -hmm. And I go there. It was was uh, very disappointing to me because this is rich people. Um, they are having a party. I had to make hamburger that night. I make so many hamburger until I'm sick of it. A and then they they tell me I have to uh, have have to eat in kitchen. I have to be like a maid, and I I, I don't like it. I'm a student. I want to help, but I'm not a maid, a and so yeah. I have to I had to like I say they. They tell me I have to wear a maid uniform, eat, eat, eat separately in the kitchen, all that, and and I decided to find another place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. F those but, dudes. Yeah, but, but still the same way. I, I find different places to, mm -hmm. to, to stay. Okay. Did you so, like so when you went to that college? Was, it, was there had to have been other artists around for the first time that you felt maybe more equal to you? Or were you still just like I'm better than all these these punks? Well, in it in art school, you know that that's like uh, my my father only pay uh, he 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 make arrangement each month we pay so much money and and, uh, and couldn't pay for all the whole whole tradition tuition okay and I was called to the office all the time because my father was late sending me the money mm. so I'm always calling I don't didn't have enough money to pay and and I do work part-time no I didn't work part-time till much later okay I, I'm just gonna stay in people's homes again staying and helping out kind okay of thing. so but you so you finished you finished that call did you graduate from there with honor Oh yeah! yeah. I see the certificate right there. Yes. <laughs> Arts in the College of Design with honor. Awesome. And two year and eight months. Really? Okay, mm -hmm. dude, that's awesome. Okay, so you you graduate, you move out here. You're like, I'm not. I don't want to do this homemade stuff. It's totally fine. Uh, you graduate. Do they help you find a job? What's your first they, job they after first college? They promised they that we were able to get jobs and and. They would refer us to, uh, I suppose, go, uh, magazines, and I, I wanted to do illustration, magazine illustration. What, what year is this? What year did you graduate? I graduated in 58, uh, uh, I think. Okay. I know. And uh, I was going to go to New York City. And I got New York. I, I look up for some of the students I go to school with. And they would say, "Don't leave your car down. Don't leave your car down there. It'll be gone." Oh, really? <laughs> and, and I couldn't find a place to stay. So I, I know friends in in Boston. So instead of stay in New York City, we, we I went to Boston. You moved then to Boston. We, then moved to go. I was doing travels searching for a place to stay or what to do. Okay. And, and what did you end up finding? In Boston, I I, I did all I can work-wise. I did some drawing, work for work for a uh, design office, or, and also I remember I was doing a so-called 
and I was delivering the jobs, and I fell on this. You know, you you just so cold. I have. Wait, what is what SoCo mean? Cold. It's very cold. Oh, so cold. Sorry. So cold. I I remember doing doing even painting Chinese painting on on uh, somebody wanted to sell Chinese painting with Chinese writing on it. No, I no, I just pick it up and do it for them. And right. So you're just so you moved to Boston and you were just kind of. You had a bunch of different art jobs. You were just yeah, making money, yeah. trying just to make money. Just making a little bit, you know. And then I, it, it, everything is so expensive there. You know, you can't even have an avocado. And you, you go, the tomatoes are all wrapped. You can't even touch that and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I just decided I didn't like it. I have. I, we came back. Okay. Came back. I, did, I tried that too. I went to the East Coast for a second. Did not like it. West Coast is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. I come back to Los Angeles. The first thing I do is go to the grocery store and touch everything. All the oranges <laughs> and everything. <laughs> so you come back. Uh, what's your first job in uh, art that you were like, okay, I feel somewhat comfortable. I think I'll be able to make a living doing this. I have to make a living. <laughs> I understand, but you know, there was ner- I'm sure you were like, and a, 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 like nervous before. What was the first job that made you feel comfortable? Mm, I had to think. It's not comfortable. I had to find. A, I saw an ad. It's a, it's a, it's J. There's a furniture store called J. W. Sloan's in in Beverly Hills. Okay. And. Um, they they advertise for for an artist, so I there might be something in between, but it do furnitures, and I I don't you know I draw everything people I mainly at that time to drawing people a lot of drawing people figures and all this stuff in furniture I don't have any sample for furniture. I went out and bought a few newspaper and look at all the ads and the furniture. So I sat up all night and draw some furniture and take it in, and they hire me. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. That's so – it's insane. Okay, this is what Summer told me your job was, where I was like, I got to get Tessie on the podcast. You – so back in the day, ad, ads and newspapers would be drawings, not photos. All that time, it's all drawings. There no, no photo yet, all drawings. And that was they, your job? That my job drawing, drawing furnitures and drawing curtain drawing, uh, they, they just everything is drawings. So they would just show you, hey, we want to advertise this. They show it to you, you draw yeah, it up. Yeah, they they uh, they have some somebody who do the layout. Mm-hmm. They, they they figure out how they want it, then I will draw to fit it. Okay. And, and so I I worked there for for a while for about over a year okay and then I, I decided to um, uh, I have I went to work in Bullock's downtown what's that Bullock there's a big big uh, department store downtown okay. so still dr- but and still advertising in, yeah. in, in uh, art department cool uh, do you remember any? Do you remember anything you drew specifically that you were like, I don't know what the heck this is. What is this? I, like, yo. No, they. You draw. I. I end up drawing hard line stuff. 
furniture, because I started drawing furniture. So I went to downtown and Bullocks. I end up drawing furnitures for them too. Okay, so it's like I get to point. I'm good drawing yeah. furnitures. Yeah, you you got you had a you had a lane. Yeah. You're drawing for this department store. Uh, what evolves over your career in art-wise that you end up with neon and welding and you do so much more than just drawing? Yeah, well, well, I, I do the, all the drawing for the hard... The, in Bolex, I do all the hard-line drawings, mm -hmm. or like, like um, furniture, um, bed, uh, couch, any, any hardcore things. And also, um, and I end up I end up doing freelancing instead of working the full time. Okay, cool. And, uh, because uh, I that that's when later on when I have to take care of my daughter, I can I can work at night and freelance mm -hmm. pick up the work at the daytime and do the drawing at night. Awesome. And, and is that when you start doing more of your own thing? No. Okay. I I. <laughs> I still draw what they give me. Let no, me I know, but I'm saying you I, you move in your your art that you do now that I know is not just drawing furniture. Like, how did you get to that? Well, that's long. That's again another it'll take long time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get there. Okay, you want to get there? When I I in the bullocks, I draw that. I when I draw there, they they draw everything like they would they would hand me a. Hand for a diamond to take home to draw. That's some oh, things you're drawing like that. Diamonds? You know? A diamond, everything. They, yeah. they let me draw, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and we were trusting in, in silverware, everything. And, and then when I draw at night, then I get tired and I'll send, I'll send delivery boys to, to send it back. Okay. But then pretty soon I get to be tired doing it, so I just decided to freelance mm -hmm. and, and I just pick up work draw it at, uh, do it at home awesome. and, and deliver it so I did a lot of that until until it died <laughs> oh until the yeah the until, industry went until away. the industry went bad because no no more uh, they probably started using photographs they used to be photographed when I I draw them I had to draw a certain way so they can print Oh. See, you don't just draw. They, they they draw a certain style. They they can print. The washes have to be different, uh, like more more like like this gray had to be grayer or lighter highlight. And, okay. And the certain way they have to do it. Wow. To, so they can print it, and and, and that die. Okay. Phot photographers start taking over, and I have a girlfriend went to school with me. She does fashion. So we, we both call each other. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Did you get into work? No, it died. <laughs> you know, uh, my works died too. They don't have it anymore because you, you can't yeah. do that anymore. So what did, so you, what did you do after that? What I'll do after that? Let's see. In the meantime, uh, right after, I had to think what I no do. No worries. Yeah, no, take your time. So... Uh, in in the meantime, my my boyfriend or my husband then, he he he's building architecture models, and and I I help him with the colors and some oh, cool. and, and everything, and and but uh, 
I decided uh, I do painting and, and drawings, and the architect would come into the shop, and they look what I do. You know, they they decided to uh, to to want they wanted um, like let's see which commission which some one? stuff Com from you or buy one commission was what uh, was a, a big uh, a, a big wall piece from downtown for one of the bank. Oh, cool! For a bank? For a bank. Oh, yes, that's for a bank. Really big bank, and I I had to design it, and it it was a history history of California. The oh big yeah. One. It it was a big a big woven piece, and I I drew it and and mark what size of yarn I want and all of us and it end up end up woven in Japan. Really? And and they, they sent it back here. Was that I had to decide what color and all what size it's, it was a very big piece. Was that the first like big piece you were commissioned? First big, big piece. Okay. And, and <laughs> all I knew one thing about this, you you get a big commission. You get so excited about it. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. And then, then you dream that, oh my gosh, what, what, what am I going to do? <laughs> you know, what am I going to do? I dream that I cut up towels and I cut up, you mm -hmm. know, I, I really have, that's when I really have nightmare dreaming what I'm about to do, you know? I, I mean, that's, yeah, that's any artist. It's just like, okay, I worked my whole life for someone to give me this opportunity. What if I suck at it? It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that that's what, what really kind of, Afraid what I'm gonna do, you know. Well, you crushed and, it, and and that was big, and and they, in fact, they somebody copied it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's okay, you yeah. know. They they can copy it, and mm -hmm. and but it's still my work. So, so you spent the rest of your, from then when on, I was it mostly that, being commissioned for and then I would, projects? I was doing all architects. Okay, and and. I start. They will. They will call me and They said, um, "We have this wall. At the time, at the time, this Coast Federal Saving Loans. A lot of banks wanted want an art piece on the back mm -hmm. on the wall. Okay. In in meantime, I'm dealing with the architects and and they come and and see what I'm painting when I just say, why, why, why can you do something? We have this wall, what, can you do something for me? Something like that. Mm -hmm. and, and I was the- Just gaining like a reputation of somebody to go to for that. Yeah, they they start wanting the, <laughs> yeah, I, again, one of those things that I start telling them, uh, let, let's do a wall piece with metal and I can weave I start weaving oh, I mean man. I'm in between I was taking a weaving class down in Barnstow Park you know yeah I used to live right I used to live right underneath Barnsdale and I told them ideas you know I I was talking to the architect mm -hmm. let, let, let's do um, a weaving a, a weaving job with the wire going this way going this way weaving this way weaving that way mm -hmm. it's a they said, okay, I came home, uh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> you t that's awesome. 
and, and then I had to go 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 get a welding tank mm -hmm. and then meantime my husband then he he wanted to stop doing a well doing some welding but uh but just a simple stuff yeah but but he wasn't well in meantime i have to i have to learn how to learn weld. how to weld burn my finger a little bit yeah and, and, and uh, start doing welding for these for these installations for banks is how it all well, started that's later okay well you wanted to talk i just i do want to talk about um you were telling me right before we started uh cut to 10 years ago you had a job that that you were commissioned to do that when you found out that you had cancer yes um uh, i it's 10 20 2010 okay and i there's a big so it's it's 2010 you've been you've been doing art since 55 this is so you different have art yeah different. so you have 50 literally 55 years of experience uh maybe more, 2010 my who cares a lot of many years of being an artist i'm sure there's a thousand more stories yeah, there's a lot of lot of story in between mm -hmm. yeah and uh was so this one is a commission for a shopping center on Vermont in in the big big a big uh, big store. Oh, a giant shopping center. A giant shopping center, okay. and they 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 don't even have the the wall is not even there. Oh, okay. They said we have going to be this big wall. We want you to do do you you don't have a choice do one outside or inside i want to do it inside because meantime i only do a neon you were doing neon by this point full mm -hmm. neon yes i was doing neon already. and when when we say like you work in neon can you explain what that means you're, you're just doing neon installations or no i because you're you're like uh there's a neon art um I don't know, uh, art exhibit I, in downtown Glendale right now that you're uh, featured at. I did uh, last year, so they, they featured that. But uh, I was doing the, um, uh, oh, uh, some, somebody told me about Neon, and they were, they were teaching at Mona Museum downtown. So you're just I always really, taking classes? No. Oh, wait. I never take classes. You just told me you were taking weaving classes at Barnesdale. Barnesdale taking weaving class. I end up doing the big, big right, weaving Right, I know, but stuff. I'm just saying, I, just, I meant I it as a compliment. I meant yeah. it as a compliment. Like, you yeah. were always trying new stuff. But I always developed farther. Okay. And, and so so this neon, neon class, I, I was to do... Um, I, I did a neon neon piece uh, downtown in, in the Mona neon down down there the Richard Richard Jen, Jenkins and he he uh, he have a class that I tried to, I gonna take not any of them do ne bent neons at all okay and I was doing a neon project for a class project and and I have this one tube mate which I, like I do, it's curve. And they, they charge me, when a neon shop charged me $50 to do the tube, just clear tube, not even color or anything. 
And I come home, I try to mount it on my art piece to take it downtown for my class. I broke it. Oh. And then I said, this is it. I'm learning how to do it. Okay. Incredible. So so I'm I'm learning how to do it. And you know, start bending and and, and stop bending tubes and mm-hmm. try to bend tubes. Right. And, and uh, it took a long time. I can't I have no idea. Yeah, I've, I, I can't imagine. I, I just out there in the studio I was bending uh, heating up clear tubes and bending just do the wrong double they call double back it, you, I spend in hours and hours and hours and try to bend it right but you it, figured it, it out you're like incredible at it uh, well um, I mean many years of what Steve would bring when at night to come out it's time for to come home honey it's late <laughs> you know here's some cookie for you <laughs> no way, so dude. I was insist going to do and uh, been doing it mm-hmm. and uh, so so I learned how learn how to bend learn how to bend the tubes. Awesome. Uh, so let's. In, I just want to talk about that la- the job that you had, and then we'll wrap it up. That when you found out you had cancer. Yeah. This in twenty ten. Yeah. Twenty 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 ten. Uh, I I was got this going to have this commission. You know they. They told me, they they told me I got the job. Big job. A big job, big mm-hmm. big job. Mm-hmm. And then the week later, I find out I have cancer. So I never told them I have cancer. I I just I just afraid that if they know that I have cancer, they I, they would worry that I won't be able to do the job. Mm-hmm. So. So I chemo, radiation, and all all of that. And I did fortunately I did not lose my hair. In the one I did the drawing for them, how I want it. It's to fit the wall. The walls what wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. And so I designed it. The the contractors really like it, you know. And it's. Uh, it, it, my drawing is uh, like 20, 20, 20, 22 feet wide. Holy cow. It is 22, 24 feet wide. Mm-hmm. And like six, more than six feet high, uh, width in, in the thickness to it. Okay. So, so I set it up to do that, do the sculpture that's big. And, I, meantime, I had my chemo and, and radiation. I would get so tired. I would, I would be go out and work for an hour or so and have to rest and go out and work and rest. And the, the clients did not know that I have cancer. All I do is I said, I have to finish this job before I die. Wow. That was my aim. Yeah. So... I mean, and clearly the chemo and radiation worked. Well, it, but I'm it, saying like it work, but but then I keep working. But like then, art, this art, like like literally, like at that time, saved your life. What well, that art keep me give me a, a drive to keep going. 
did. to keep going, go out there and and uh, and I also had to wear with a bag, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it leaked. Yeah. So that was really hard time, but but I keep going out to work an hour or, or f- just work a little bit and, and rest and go out and work a little bit and rest. This is incredible. That's like that's, the most that's a, my drive to yeah to to work on that. Uh, well, I'm really proud of you. That's awesome. I'm glad it worked. I'm glad everything worked. <laughs> uh, I got to go see this. Where is it? Do you, is the sculpture still up? I'm sure it's somewhere. You said it's on Vermont. Yes, I, I have to. It's it's in a grocery store. Okay. In in on the trouble is, it's um, it 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 needs it needs a transformer. Mm-hmm. Inside there, I make a mistake that didn't design it such a way so I can replace the transformer. Oh, okay, all right. Well, we'll, we'll, so, we'll talk about that offline. We'll figure out how to get him a new transformer. Yeah. We'll, let's get that thing going. Well, good thing with Steve's is so good in in moving my sti- my, my things. Awesome. Uh, well, that's incredible. And that, that when we installed a job, I, I still have to wear bag mm-hmm. and I can't eat. And you know, everybody, there's a, there's a food thing on the side. Everybody buying food to eat, and I can't eat. Wow. That's, I mean, I'm just so happy I, everything I, worked yeah. out, man. Can we talk about uh, your agriculture? Like, you're a horticulturist, real quick. Can we, do, can we just wrap up on how sure. amazing you are at growing? Like, can, we, can, I, can I say you grow the biggest marijuana plants I've ever seen? <laughs> are you sure you can talk about that? I can, yeah, it's legal. But you grow. Yeah. You have the largest marijuana plants I've ever seen, and you are incredible at growing it. Well, you know, I I had to find out. I I'm making marijuana cream to put on put on ouches, and I'm making. Now we come up with a cookie that you can eat. Oh yeah! yeah. Way, yeah. Oh, you gotta give me that. Okay, I mean, it, you, would, yeah, I, it takes an hour to work, and and then you you'll be asleep. And <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been growing those those marijuana plants? Because they are, I, I would say they're fifteen to eighteen when I feet was, high. We were living up in the hill or several light. Okay. And that's like, when is that? How long ago? My my ex boyfriend is a pothead. I grew it for them way before I even moved in here. So, I moved in here forty years ago. Okay. And, and I I grew it for him up there. So you so this is in the sixties. You're growing weed. Late fifties. In, in seventy, oh. I move. I move in here in seventy nine. Okay, so in the seventies, you're growing weed, and you like you got really good at it. Well, I I growing up there too, but then mm-hmm. I didn't smoke. I just hang them in the basement. I didn't even know enough about male plants and female plants and all that. That's well, what I you, what I'm saying is when I come over here and like you're showing me and summer around, you're talking all about cross fertilization. And it's like, what is Tessie talking about? Dude, you know so much. So how did you learn about how to grow all your plants so well? Just over time? By, by planting them. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> well, the, you know, I, I first, um, uh, I, I plant, I just, 
I planned it for somebody else. No, I didn't even smoke. I can't. I'm so such a light lightweight. Me too. And, and so I found out that there's a male plant and a female plant, and and uh, and we stop making things with it. Okay. So just by it's just experimentation, like kind of seems like how your entire art career has been is just experimentation. Same with your growing of uh, the big some of the biggest squash I've ever seen, <laughs> the biggest weed I've ever seen. Well, now I can go out there and do it. Do I know it and check on them. Well, but I planted I plant everything. Yeah. I can I can get hold of, but the marijuana is like we we make the oil, we make the uh, you know it. It's it's fun. It's so fun. I like just coming up here and looking at it. Uh, Tessie, do you have anything else you want to talk about that you know about? That any, anything else like uh, in your career you'd like to touch on? Mm. Not right offhand. I don't know unless to- you ask me questions. No, it, it, totally. Yeah, I was just. I mean, I'm just gonna. I just didn't know if you have anything else you wanted to really touch on before. Um, do you have any any advice to anyone out there who? Like wants to get into art, like how? Well, you you just have to love it and don't give up. You know, I have a girlfriend ask me about when they talk about being talented. I said five percent talent and ninety five perspiration. Yeah, that's, that's my saying. <laughs> I'll take it. I will take it. Uh, Tessie, thanks so much for doing this. You are officially the coolest neighbor I've ever had, uh, and Summer's dogs. Summer's dog, specifically she, Pepper, loves she you. She loves me. More than anything. So we have a dog that if, when Pepper's gone, we know that she's not really gone. She's just at your house. Yeah. You know, she, she come up and see me. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks so much for doing the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I know that you're a big listener of this podcast. You listen to it every week. Um oh. I don't know. You have to. I'm joking. I don't even know what it is. I, <laughs> well, I know that. Look, I know that you don't know what it is, but you're a big fan. You're my number one fan. You're always asking me who's next, who's next. Uh, so, you know, each episode I have the guest, whoever I'm interviewing, take us out of the episode. So go ahead and uh, finish finish this interview. Well, you know, you, you have to enjoy doing it and keep doing it. This-